I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm Jeremy Zamparelli. And I'm Lottie Ryan. And this is our podcast on parenting. Yes, it is. We're going to talk this week about how our week was to Mm -hmm. begin with. Also, Mm -hmm. go back to the beginning. (gasps) Let's talk about getting locked up. You really want to go there? Oh, I want to go all the way You in want to there. talk about riding straight away? Oh, yeah. That's why I suggested we do this podcast. Okay, okay. <laughs> let's do it. Also, I want to hear from our podcast pals. Amazing. I'm very excited. Let's do it. Welcome to Jen and Lottie Do Parenting. Please note, Jen and Lottie do not claim to be experts. Excuse me? I have a beautiful boy. I am an expert. Well, I haven't a clue what I'm doing. I'm pretty sure we're all just winging it. Should we get to it? Let's do it. I'm dying to know how your week was because you sent me a very distressing, disturbing text message and... I've been there. I think we've all been there. Okay, well, that's reassuring. But my circumstance might have been a little bit different because I was involved in said situation. Okay, so tell me, you're you're in the bath. Basically. You love a bath. Wolf loves a bath. Wolf loves a bath. I love a bath. We all love a bath. Mm -hmm. Okay, Um, and it also kind of allows me that little bit of time to clean my face maybe or, you know, do a few bits and bobs, whatever. So I had Wolf in the bath. He was playing away with his little boats and books and whatever he has in there. And I said... Save water, Jan. Conserve. Mm. I'll get into the bath with him. So I got into the bath with him and was playing around with him, whatever. And he's kind of looking at me very pensively, I thought. He's, you know, really taking my facial features in. And I was thinking to myself, what are you looking at? What are you thinking about? A shit. A shit. A shit emerged. It just blooped right up beside him. A huge, giganto shit. Okay. Now this happens. This is normal. But Don't be I was out in by this. the bath. Yeah, that's fine. There's feces in the bath I, with me. No. And because it was in water, it started to break up really quickly. Uh, so it was. What did you do? This is what I want to know. I How did you deal? I went, no, no. Jumped out of the bath, grabbed him out of the bath straight away. And then I, I thought to myself, How do I get the shit out of the bath? So many questions. The toys are in the bath and it's going to. So I ran into the kitchen. I got a spoon. So I started spooning the shit out of the bath. And put it in the toilet. And carrying it over to the toilet. But okay. it did take a couple of runs because it had broken into so many people. It was just, and I was butt naked. He was butt naked. He started pissing then on the floor. It was like, what has become of my life? Yeah, you do think that. You do think nobody tells you in those lovely little books, those parenting books that people write who don't have uh, kids. Those books, they never say... They never have a chapter on what to do when your child shits in the bath. When you're in it, mm-hmm. 
or when their sibling is in it or when they're in it by themselves, it's a minefield. There should be tools. You know the way there's tools yeah. for, you know, uh, there's tool. soothers and there's little things and there's little, uh, you know, spoons to measure milk. And Do you all mean that kind a of tool stuff. to take the shit out of the there bath? There should be a little tiny uh, pooper pooper scoop scooper for the bath. <laughs> like know, a sieve, a tiny one. Like the pooper scoopers you, you use for your dog on the wall. If walk. we ever do a show, the merch we're going to have... Oh one of the things gosh. I think we should have is one of those uh, pooper, uh, a shit scooper. Yes. For the bath. A shit scooper. Do you know what else happens in the bath? Wolf sees my boobs. Oh. And he he sees my nipple and he goes right in with his finger like ding dong. Like a doorbell. Like a doorbell. Which is weird because he never got the boob. He never got the boob. No, he didn't. He never had the boob. So I don't know why even at the young age that he is, Wolf is 22, 23 months now, he is obsessed with boobs. Their obsession with boobs starts very, very young. It's primal. It is. It is. It starts very, very young. Um, the doorbell thing, you need to stop that because when he's going to school, ding dong, on his mommy's boob, that won't be, that won't that's, be good. That's what Fabio said. What if he goes into crash and he goes up to one of the girls in the room and goes, ding dong. No, I no. know. You need to stop that. You I need know, to stop but that. But when I say stop, no, he laughs. And hilarious. Then, and then I laugh. So he thinks it's funny and that it's a game to play ding dong Stop on your boobs. Stop playing ding dong with my boobs. I'm trying to scoop your shit out of the bath. Well, I'm in debt and I need help because okay, go on. I um, I'm I'm in debt. I wonder, you know, could you help me in this uh, instance? I feel like I'm drowning in debt because Why? I owe so many play dates. Oh no. I'm actually getting anxious just thinking about it. So I've been working a lot over the last couple of months with dancing and all that kind of stuff. And Florence has gone on 750 play dates with people in her school because anybody who texts me going, oh, can Florence come over for a play date? And you come to my house for three hours or whatever. I'm like, yeah, sure. And she goes to their house, has an amazing time. Free babysitting. But now the debt has clocked up because I haven't had time to take their children. Is so I'm getting the side eye at the school gate and I still don't have time to repay my debt in play dates. And it's really, it can be really, it's a really stressful time. But is that a, th- a, g- like, a, is thing. It a given that you have to pay back? Well, you could be an arsehole and just not pay it back. That's going to be me. Yeah, that is going to be you. Definitely going to be you. I don't, I don't like having people over to my home. Certainly not other people's children. Did I tell you about the certain play date I had? It was a couple of years ago. I had this little boy ran to the house. I've okay. had lots of play dates. And I was quite new at the whole play date thing. Okay. So I was ridiculous. I was like, I'm going to take him to the cinema. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. You don't have to do that, by the way. They're happy enough playing in the house. Cardboard And box. if that child doesn't make your life easier, do not have them back again. That's okay. my golden rule, right? Okay. This kid comes into my house. I'm like, take him to the cinema. It was quite early in the day. I made the mistake of giving them pick a mix, which is like giving a child ecstasy, right? Before the movie. Oh, so rookie move, Jen. I know, r- stupid. Yeah. So they had a load of pick and mix. I thought I was being a deadly mom and really cool. Saw the movie. The kid went missing in the cinema. You lost a the child. The child was hiding, hiding from me at the back of the cinema. But that's not the word. I eventually found him. And we were standing outside uh, the cinema and he was talking to Florence and said to Florence, your, your, your mommy's a dum-dum. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm standing right here. What was Florence's reaction? And Florence is like, 
You can't say that. I was like, we don't say dumb dumb. We say fucking Egypt, first of all. And second of all, we don't call people names, do we, Florence? And then, Lottie, I'm automatically thinking, their parents think I'm stupid. Oh, he heard That's it where from he got somewhere. It. He that heard it. Definitely, right? Oh, he did. Ah, His yeah. parents called you a dumb dumb. Some, something came on the telly and you were on it and his parents said, she's you see her, dumb. she's a dum-dum. She's dumb. So I was trying to, and then I was trying to, trying to overcompensate because I was like, now I really want this so kid what, to like me. So you started reciting poetry? <laughs> and, do, and doing maths and stuff. No, and then I took him back to the house and, and they were playing in the house and then the mother called to the door. And you asked her, did you call me a dum-dum? And I did exactly <laughs> what every other parent does in a situation like that, right? After child uh, ruined my cinema experience call me dum dum came back to my house was jumping on the furniture refused to eat their lunch it was just a nightmare the mother called to the door and said how was he and do you know what I said what an angel no you didn't Absolute, why what's the point that's what parents do Lottie your child was an oh my god he was so he was so good we can't wait to have him back <gasps> we'll get you back in a couple of weeks and lo- lovely loved having him he was so good amazing bye close the door and never return their phone calls ever again oh my god that's what you do that is what you do with play dates it is a minefield I didn't realise nobody tells you that nobody tells you this Lottie nobody tells you and you're you in that. that lovely sweet spot of he's not at school yet you're not in the play date hell Parents are well. We, we we did get a birthday invitation, did you? Yeah, it cute. was so cute. Did you go? No, See, what is no. wrong with you? Because then I'd have to be there and you'd have to talk to people, and you're so antisocial. I know it's 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 weird. No, your person, and you know, you're gonna have to, you're gonna be forced to become social because otherwise, he can't go to any birthday parties or any events, and you know, you're gonna have to go to the school gate and talk to other moms and stuff. No. Lottie. No. My parents never spoke to other parents at the school This gates. is all you have to do at the school gate. You do this and you go, oh, it's very cold out today. It's very cold. <laughs> Be like Gen 16 degrees and you're wearing a bright coloured tank top. It's very cold. It's very cold. Oh, moustache. Oh, very... Did they get homework? There's a couple of lines I'll give you. I'm not built for that. I don't think I'm built for that. Well, you're in training with me. Okay. My sister, okay. my okay. friend. We're going to do this. Oh, I know. Teach me. Oh, and that's just last week. Anyway, we need to talk about the beginning. This is what I wanted to talk about because we have very different yeah. beginnings. Tell me a bit about yours. I've been trying to get knocked up since I was 18. I know. I know, this I've, kills me. I have always wanted to be a parent. I've always Since wanted was, to be a mom. Is this for as long as you can remember? Yeah, yeah. And anytime I had a long-term boyfriend, I always, I was always thinking, oh, I had a bit of a scare. Ooh. And they'd be freaking out. I always wanted to be a parent. When myself and Leah were serious and we were engaged, I thought, like, he's asked me to marry him. He's got, he's, he, we definitely both want kids. If it happens now or later. What does it matter? Did you not have that chat before you got married? Oh, yeah. I knew he wanted kids. Okay. Yeah, we knew he wanted kids, but he didn't realise, I think, how soon, how soon it was until, you know, he'd, we'd be having sexy time and it would be all lovely or whatever. And he'd go into the bathroom and he'd come out and I'd be like this against a wall with your legs in here. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? It was like, well, I read in a women's magazine that if I put my legs up against a wall, put crystals under my pillow and sleep <laughs> and with I them for seven some weeks. burn some incense around my vagina. Yes, it'll happen. I'll have a girl by next May. So I did that for years. This. 
So how wait, how quickly did you get pregnant? Oh, it took me years. Oh, did it? It took me years to get pregnant. It's yeah. so funny because my relationship was the complete opposite. Fabio was gagging for a kid and I was... <sighs> don't know if it's ever going to happen. Now, come here. Can we just point out something? You should have married Lau. And I should have married Fabio. Yeah, it's very true. Because you have a lot in common with my husband. I do. But you message each other about video games and Star Wars and shit. Yeah, because we're cool. And Fabio just, you know. Fabio just. He has a chipper. He'd feed me. <laughs> and he, and know, he wants millions he wants loads of, kids. of kids. We need to swap. We do need to swap That's just for the crack. I think when you're friends, you can swap, can't you? Can you? To- I would totally give you a go allow. Can we get, can we, can we put that on repeat? <laughs> I give you a go allow. Uh, I, th- I, I spent my entire life trying not to get pregnant. Yeah. Like on the pill from the moment I was having sex, uh, you know, take it at the same time every day to make sure it's extra effective. Just not, not happening. Just was, uh, I don't know. I came from a big family and I'm the eldest of a lot of kids. So a lot of people say that sometimes... You feel like you are like the mini parent in the house. Yeah. And then you end up wanting to put off having kids for ages. Mm-hmm. Um, but people said to me, oh, but one day this, it, it'll just kick in, this gene. It didn't for you thing, It didn't. I was in, I was like, what age was I? Late, mid, late 30s? But I remember you saying to me, you know, Fabio really wanted to have kids, but you weren't ready and you didn't know if it was going to happen and you're so focused on your career that you actually went to a clinic, didn't you? I did because I felt I needed like an insurance policy because I think once you come into your mid-30s, you you start realising, hang on a second. Sorry, you hear this. Yeah. That's your biological clock. And it, well, I couldn't even hear that, you see. You I couldn't even hear deaf. that. I was really deaf, but Fabio heard it nice and loud and kept reminding me about it. So I said, listen, let's just make everyone happy. Let's not be on a time frame here because it's killing it. It's making me feel forced into it. I wasn't ready in terms of my job. I was scared to take time off my job. I'm self-employed. And I just thought... Not right now. Not so now. let's freeze the eggs. Okay. Let's freeze the eggs. And then one day when I'm 80, we can have a child. So talk to me about, so that decision, was he cool with that? Did you he go He was together? really cool with that. We went together because uh, we wanted to get his fertility tested, my fertility tested. And that was all okay? Everything was fine. Uh, you know, they went so far as to tell him he had extra strong swimmers, which he still goes on about to and this like, day. I'm going to double drop that. <laughs> uh, yeah. That pill tonight. <laughs> It's like you're going to wrap it up and I'm going to double drop. <laughs> I'm going to inject it. So I'm yeah. going to do everything with that pill. Okay, so he was very fertile, as were you, but you... So, so did you go through the process? So he, the the doctor said to me, listen, you've been on the pill for a long, long time. Also, there's your age to factor into it. So to freeze the eggs, you're going to have to come off the pill. We have to wait and see what is your fertility actually like because we can't fully check it until... You, you aren't on the pill and you have some kind of a regular cycle again because you haven't had one in so long. We don't know what it's like. And, you know, he was right. So he said, it'll probably take the guts of a year to get pregnant anyway. So I was thinking to myself, listen, we'll freeze the eggs. Even if I got pregnant in a year, then you're talking another nine months. So like it's the guts of two years before mm-hmm. anything would happen. I was happy enough with all that. Four weeks later, 
I sat on my bathroom floor with 20 million pregnancy tests on the floor going, surely this is not possible. And it was. It was that quick. It was that quick. How? It was that quick. Did I'd you say feel? my my dad must have just was breathing close to my mother every time she got pregnant. Ah, she was always getting knocked up. <laughs> she was. She it was just super up. fertile. So yeah, it was. It, I got a shock. I couldn't believe it happened that quickly. Um, Who did you tell first? I told my best friend first. She. What? what? <laughs> Yeah. You didn't tell me. I didn't tell you. You didn't tell Bonnie. You didn't tell Babs. You didn't tell Rex. You didn't tell Elliot. You didn't tell your mother. You didn't tell your your husband. No, I did tell. He was with me as because I was confused about peeing on the sticks and stuff. It was. Bless you. Yeah. So he was with me for all that. Um, And I was doing the whole, is that a faint line or a strong line? Do your family know that they were second to know? No. Well, welcome to the podcast. Ryan's. I know they'll be listening. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because she... Why? Well, she's my childhood best friend. She was pregnant only three months. Okay. She's a women's health physio. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Okay, okay. I get your reasons. I get your reasons. And, you know, I just... I was panicking and she's um, she's a voice of reason in my life. She knows my nature of anxiety mm-hmm. and tendency to panic and she was just uh, she was just the person I needed to talk to I sent her a picture of the pregnancy test and she was she was bawling crying she was so happy like she was like I can't believe we're going to be pregnant at the same time yeah I just was in shock complete shock I think you're in shock for your entire pregnancy and your entire time as a mother I mean you seem to be quite shell shocked do or, I you have this new look on your face I don't know. It's probably you're delirious with tiredness as well because I know you don't sleep and that's another issue we are going to get into because he's nearly two and still in the bed. That's another issue. And you sold your cot. Yeah, because he loves loves cuddling as well. He's a co-sleeper. It's a thing now. It's back in fashion. Is it? Yeah, you're cool now. You can say he sleeps in the bed now. Oh, I was afraid to tell people because I thought I'd get given aid to. No. Okay. But not only was that quite... Shocking. I mean, that's quite jolting and shocking that yeah. way of doing it. And you were going to freeze your eggs and you were going to put it off and then it happens. But your pregnancy, Lottie. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have had some scares in your pregnancy. And, you know, he's a preemie baby. He's two months premature. Like, he's such a little trooper. I know. I know. But you had a lot of scares during your pregnancy as well. Yeah, I constantly um, thought I was losing them. Did you? Constantly. Um, and constantly in a um, it was really, really, really tough to the point that I'm pretty sure I have some kind of PTSD from it. Like I, I am, I, I think about it. And Why it did you think you were losing them? Because I'd heavily bleed constantly. Yeah, re- constantly. I didn't know that. Yeah, constantly through the second trimester, which is very late in the pregnancy to be bleeding constantly. And what were, they, what were the health practitioners They didn't you? know what was causing it. They didn't know. We knew I had a condition called a bicornuate uterus, which basically means your uterus is a heart shape. So there's like... That's kind of cute when you it say is it like ki- that. It's kind of cute, but it means that point in the middle of the heart, it comes in three different stages. Depends how far down it goes. Some people's goes the whole way down, so their uterus is actually split in two. M- mine was pretty severe. So Wolf had a very small space to grow in. 
So that's why he ended up coming so early was because he he was a bit squished, you know, and it was an emergency section because he was already, he, his head was up and he had no room to turn. So I now know that there was stuff going on in the other side of my uterus. But at the time, I just was constantly bleeding and like... without scary. Like without being graphic, passing things that... Like I was going, that's my baby. Like that's that's it. That's what's 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 happened here. I'll have to take that out of the toilet and go into A and E now. Did it. you do that? I did. Yeah, <gasps> I did. Yeah. And what did they say? They kind of. Um, Are you sitting in the waiting room with this, with a lunchbox, a lunchbox of like an stuff, o- an organ, basically, like. And you were sitting there in the waiting room on my own oh, because wow. it was COVID, and Fabio had to sit out in the car, covered in. Blood, um, you know, distraught, distraught, thinking you'd lost him, distraught, like for the one millionth time coming in. But that time, I did think that was it. Um, and they take it from you, and they run tests. They try to calm you down. They do their best, but like I suppose, what can they say until they've conducted proper tests on it and stuff? And there's only so they can't be too invasive with you mm. if you because you know. Thankfully, that day I went in, they're like, "No, you're still pregnant." You know, thank God. But I was like, well, what the hell is going on? And they were like, well, we'll have to do some proper testing once you've had your baby. But we there's not very much we can do when you're pregnant. And going through all of that, yeah. through your pregnancy, and then he comes early and then they put Wolf in your arms. And everything was worth it. Were you a ball of snot? I was a ball. Yeah, so was I. I was, I, I'm still a ball of snot. I look at him and I just constantly he think really how did I get that lucky a little miracle baby he really is he's an absolute trooper he's and now an he has to trooper. deal with life in the Ryan family yeah like if he can get through that he can get through anything he needs like the I don't know the the pride of Dublin or something yeah. or see you know that key oh. they give them <gasps> but that. then Fabio fight with me that it should be like the pride of Italy yeah, he can have the both. Yeah, he can have the both. He can have he the can two. Have but have when you have a boy, it's very different than very having different. a girl. Because I had a girl the first time, obviously, I have Florence and then I have Lorenzo. Uh, we call him Enzo. And did you struggle with the willy? Um, no, I, I kind of knew what I was doing with the cleaning and the yeah. moving and all that. Yeah I, yeah, I kind of, I was okay. I know you had problems with the cleaning of... Now Mickey. and again, yeah, I just get given aid to that but I wasn't doing it correctly. There was a moment when I knew, I was like... I have a boy, is when he discovered his Mickey on what? a Ryanair flight to Bristol. How? He was probably around Wolf's age and I had to change him and I was changing him in the bathroom. Very difficult. And he found it. The hand went down oh. and he started pulling at it like an elastic band. Like a stretch Armstrong. Like a stretchy Armstrong. Off oh, he went my- at himself. And I don't think they stop after that. I think that's them for life then. Stretch Armstrong for life, but they do do like literally this pull it from the middle of their legs to their head, and I keep thinking he's gonna break it. Now I think like it's 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 just the thing they do. They're stretching it out. I don't know, discovering what it does. It you know, you don't have to worry about but that. Then they're puberty. constantly pulling at it, like Wolf is pulling I, at his the whole time. I have a friend. If he wants five minutes to clean the house or do a bit of work. He will leave his son in the middle of the sitting room and just pull off his pants and let him Stop. do a um, stretch Armstrong while he's watching he Coca Melon. No. Yeah. 
Not, it's not a sexual thing. It's just like a very normal. It's like, oh, I like to play with this because it's dangling there and it's mine and boys. That's, if I let Wolf do that, there'd just be piss everywhere and shit. Yeah, maybe you need to start training him. I think it's time. Okay. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Okay, let's get some Stuff from our podcast pals because I love hearing what's going on in other people's lives, you know, what kind of problems they're encountering or not problems, real life situations that um, they might need to talk about. Yeah. I mean, the thing about this, we are warts and all, we're going to be completely honest about our parenting styles and what we've been through and what we are going through. Um, warts and all, the nitty gritty stuff. I think that's what people need to hear though. Because it's not nobody tells you. It's nobody tells you. And it's also, to be clear... It's not um, to scaremonger, you know? Oh, no, it completely is. No, it's oh, not. No, it is. Stop, yeah. because... I completely want to scare the shit out of you. Well, if you are considering having children... You, you had really... a second, so I don't know what you're talking about. I know, but I would have gone again, again and again, but then I encountered well, that's all another, these things. That's like another thing we we'll about. and stuff. Um, so this is from one of our podcast okay. pals. It says, Go. firstly, congrats on the podcast. I can't wait to hear all your terrible advice on parenting. <gasps> oh! So true. I also love listening to you guys on the radio. So I wanted to write to you and ask you, mm-hmm. how do you do it all? Oh, I recently gave birth to a beautiful baby girl who is soon to be six months. And as my maternity is soon to be coming to an end, I am dreading my life as a working mother. I mean, I'm barely coping now without having to rely or sorry, reply to 50 emails a day and dealing with the deadlines and a boss. And that's not even considering getting back to being a half decent friend and wife. Jesus, I'm exhausted just thinking about it. So my question is how do you girls do it all? Tips, please. A happy but exhausted ma'am in Tipperary. Do you know, I feel like... <laughs> Take the floor. Um, I feel like you can't do it all. I think you can have it all at different times. I think it's good to focus on different things at different times because otherwise you just feel like you're drowning. It can be overwhelming. And I think you also need to accept that you're not the same person you were before you had a baby. You change. And that's um, a hard realisation for some women. I need to tell you something now. This is the biggest tip I can give you. Because I I know you're shocking at this. Oh, God. You need to be good at asking for help. I can't do it. You have to. You have to. can't do it. You have to because it 
you know that saying, it takes a village, it takes mm. a community. If you're a working mother, it, it really does. It took me a long time to be able to go, oh, you know, Sandra across the road, is there any chance you would take Florence for half an hour because I have to go to work? See, I, and all those little things make a world of difference. And then and then other parents or whatever feel that they can ask you. and And you just need to be better at asking for help. I think women feel like they have to be able to do it all. And you're right. It's impossible. There's no way you can do it. I mean, I am baffled at how you look so good every morning uh, with, uh, you know, because Wolf wakes a toddler up at, <laughs> wakes up and you five. have to be in so early. How do you, how do you get your, we all want to know this. I'm pretty sure we don't want to know. How does Lottie Ryan get her makeup done and her hair done? I could do it with my eyes shut. Is, are you doing it in the car? Yeah. Are you one of those people? No, no, I do it at home and it's kind of my 30 minutes of meditation. 30 minutes? What? You spend 30 minutes? You Why? get... Oh my God. What I do you do? I don't... Well, you see me in the mornings. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm messing. I'm messing. I just don't bother sometimes because I feel like I don't have time. Uh, who minds Wolf, by the way, when you're doing your makeup? Um, well, Fabio, before he leaves, if he's at home and otherwise Netflix. he's watching Winnie the Pooh okay. or The Little Mermaid and he's very happy. He has like, I set up all his books for him and then I'll I'll give him his morning breakfast, a little bit of a drink, put on Miss Rachel or whoever he's into that particular morning and we sit together. I'll sit in the room with him and I take my 30 minutes to have my coffee and do my makeup. That's a good tip. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do that. I feel ready for the day you feel then. feel better about yourself. I feel better about myself. I'm not doing it for anybody except me yeah when I, I walk out that door if I feel like crap and look like crap I find it harder to motivate myself during the day mm. it's I know it's a completely psychological thing but it's just one of the small things that helps me it's so interesting that they mentioned about because you do become a really shit friend you do because you say no to things quite a lot and mm. when I look back when my friends who are older than me had kids, I now realise how shit of a friend I was. I completely agree. And I you wish really I was. Shit. I yeah. <laughs> I wish I was better. I do, Lottie. I wish I was better with my friends who had kids before me of uh, popping around more on a you know just calling in Saturday night. Those odd texts going. Okay, do you need anything? Or just being there for them more when they're losing their mind, especially when they just come home with a new baby and everything's crazy. Even just bringing around a cooked meal or just simple things. It being have to sound when you say no to things as well. And not pressuring, and not pressuring, pressuring people. people. Because I know your sisters pressurize you quite a bit to go out and <laughs> <laughs> do things. And you're like, it's and just people who don't have kids or babies. And I know this is a sweeping generalization, but it's very. And I include myself in it. Before I had a child, it's very hard to understand how all-consuming it is. And when I get forty minutes free, if I've my makeup done, I am using those forty minutes to nap, or read a book or watch some super crap television put on the White Lotus do you know how long Jen it has taken me to see episode one of season one of the White Lotus six weeks but that's not bad six weeks for less than an hour of television that is where my life is. I know, it's so sad. It's so sad and, and you don't pathetic. go out because you're antisocial like I feel really <laughs> bad for you <laughs> but you can't you, so going back to 
our podcast pal yes. you, you can't have it all you no. can have it at different times try and be better at asking for help yes. that has taken me a long time that has taken me years to master but I'm in a really good place where I do that and be kind to yourself if you don't want to go out go out if you want to take that time to do your makeup if it makes you feel good about yourself do it mm. And just reach out to your pals because they, and don't feel bad if you feel that they're not giving you enough because they they don't understand. Like I didn't understand and you didn't understand. And sometimes um, they might need to be told. Sometimes when you reach out for help though, people just say no. Oh, we're talking about your family again. (laughs) (laughs) They're very busy. They're very busy. They're very busy. I can't say any more though. Can I just I know they're amazing and I know they're the best. They're the best. They're the best. How many times have they babysat? I don't know if they've gotten there yet. Okay. No, I think Bonnie has once. Bonnie has how old is the child? He's nearly two. Okay. She's his godmother. So I think she has once. Why are you looking at me like that? Yeah. You're going to have to throw money at the problem. I know. Yeah, I know. because my sisters live abroad. And my mother is like, I've had six of you. Fuck off. Same I'm with not, my mum. Absolutely. I don't even know where my mother is in the country at the I moment. Don't, I, don't I have even no know. idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I remember going to, I was going to have a daddy to see my brother and he lived there. And Florence was nine months old. And I said, can you please come with me and just help me on the flight? Because it's an eight hour flight. And nine months is a really tricky age, isn't it? Because Very. they're all over the place and they're trying to get into everything. I actually took a picture of her on the flight. She's drinking a glass of champagne. Right. I love Myra. Sitting there and she didn't take the child once. Not once. She's very good for, she was very good for walking Florence around the pool when it was when she was napping and stuff. She's like, mind your own kids. I've yeah. been there, done that. And I understand that as well. But when you have a family like yours and a family uh, like mine, or my sister Lynn, she's very good at babysitting my others uh, live away. Just throw money at the problem. Throw money. Ah, throw money at the problem. If you don't have it, just you'll never go out again. <laughs> so true. It's so true. Uh, that is all we have time for. Uh, thanks for listening to Jen and Lottie do parenting. We do do parenting. Quite. We might not do parenting the way the books do, but we do do parenting. Thanks for listening to Jen and Lottie Do Parenting. We really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, don't forget to like, subscribe, rate and review. It really helps the show if you do. We'll have new shows in your podcast feed every Wednesday. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.